Hello, welcome back to the Verify Books podcast. This week, we hear a Japanese story about a poor old woman who makes delicious dumplings. When she chases a group of onis into their cave, she discovers a magical spoon that could feed her forever, but the onis won't let her leave. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to listen to other tales from grandmother's stories. This is the story of the old woman who was not afraid, a story from Japan. Once there was a poor old woman who didn't have much in the world, just a small garden and an even smaller house. Every day she pounded rice into flour for dumplings. She steamed the dumplings and she sold them for a little money. Everyone loved the old woman's dumplings as they were the sweetest in town. One day, she dropped a whole plate of dumplings, and those little round dumplings rolled right out of the door. They rolled down the path and over the road. They rode into the woods and kept right on rolling until they bumped into a tree where they stopped. The old woman chased her dumplings into the woods. Just as she bent down to pick up her dumplings, someone reached out and grabbed them and ran off deeper into the woods. Hey, yelled the old woman, that's my supper. She knew that an ani had stolen her dumplings. Everyone in Japan knows that onis are hairy little creatures with horns who live in the woods. They are always hungry and love to eat sweets. Most people leave them alone, but the old woman was so angry, she ran after the ani who had stolen her supper. She chased the ani into a hole in the side of a hill that led into a tunnel that went down inside the earth. Suddenly she found herself standing in a large, wide cave full of onis. The onis were wildly chewing her dumplings, smiling and laughing and licking their lips with glee. Who is the cook who made these sumptuous sweet dumplings? The Ani leader asked. The old woman liked to be praised for her dumplings, and for a moment she forgot that the Anis had eaten her supper. I am the cook who made those dumplings, she proudly said. The Ani leader bowed to the old woman, and the rest of the Anis cheered. When she looked at all those Anis licking their lips, the old woman suddenly remembered that they had just eaten her supper. Yes, I am the one who picked the rice, she said. I am the one who pounded the rice and patted the flour into round little dumplings. And I am the one who cooked the dumplings for my supper, not yours. And I am still hungry, you rude little thieves. Oh, dear, said the Ani leader, and the rest of the Anis grew quiet. Old woman, your dumplings were so sumptuous we quite forgot our manners. Now will you please be our guest? Will you cook your supper right here in our kitchen, he asked. You can make plenty of dumplings, and we will all have dumplings for supper. The Anis shouted and cheered for more dumplings. Their voices were loud in the large, wide cave, and they rubbed their bellies. More dumplings! More dumplings! they yelled. The old woman followed the Ani leader to the Ani kitchen. Goodness me, she said to herself, I am alone in this cave with a whole pack of Anis. How will I ever get out of here? But she was not afraid. 
I'll think of something, she said to herself. I'll find a way to get out of this Ani cave. An underground stream ran through the Ani kitchen. The Ani leader dipped a bucket into the stream, filling a large pot with water. He put the pot over the fire, then handed the old woman one grain of rice. Put this rice in the water, he said. You must be joking, said the old woman. One grain of rice will not make a meal for a family of mice. If you want dumplings for your whole family, I will need much more rice than this. The Ani laughed and picked up a long red spoon with a dragon carved into its handle. He stirred the pot with the long red spoon, and a single grain of rice turned into ten. Now you try it, he said. The old woman stirred the rice with the long red spoon. The ten grains of rice turned into twenty. She stirred the rice again. The twenty grains of rice turned into thirty. Soon the pot was full. Well, isn't this the perfect spoon, said the old woman. She made supper for everyone, and while she quietly ate her dumplings, the Onis were laughing and talking and stuffing their dumplings into their mouth as if they had not eaten in weeks. Then, as soon as they finished, they shouted for more. Their voices were loud in the large, wide cave, but the old woman was not afraid. Don't they ever stop eating, she said to herself. I'll be cooking all day. I'll be cooking all night as long as I'm trapped in this Oni cave. But I'll think of something. I'll find a way to get out of this Oni cave. She returned to the Oni kitchen. This time she filled the pot with water herself. She put one grain of rice into the pot and stirred it with a long red spoon. Just as before, the single grain of rice turned into ten. She stirred the rice again. The ten grains of rice turned into twenty. And soon the pot was full. She pounded the rice into flour, patted the flour into dumplings, and steamed them. Then she served another big batch of dumplings to the Anis. Just as before, they gobbled them up and cheered for more. This time, when the old woman went to the stream to fill the pot with water, she remembered that Anis do not know how to swim. Not only that, Anis do not even travel in boats. If I had a boat, she thought, I could float down this stream. If I could float down this stream, I could find a way to get out of this Ani cave. Then she thought of the big rice pot and made a plan. Now the old woman sang while she put the rice into the pot, and she sang while she stirred the rice with the long red spoon. She sang while she pounded the rice into flour, and she sang while she patted the flour into dumplings. The Arnies liked the old woman's singing. Her soft voice made them feel sleepy. And by the time the dumplings were ready to eat, the Arnies were sound asleep. The old woman dragged the big rice pot down to the stream and climbed into it, pushing it out into the stream with the long red spoon. But she was so excited, she forgot to sing, and the Arnies woke up. When they saw the old woman floating down the stream in the rice pot, they began to yell. The whole pack of Arnies came running to the stream. More dumplings! More dumplings! they shouted. Now there was only one way the Arnis could stop the old woman. They bent down on their knees and began to drink up the water in the stream. They slurped and they slurped until their cheeks were bulging with water. The more the Arnis slurped up the stream, the smaller the stream became. 
Soon there was barely any water in the stream, and the old woman's boat slowed down. But she was not afraid. I will think of something, she said to herself. I will get out of this Ani cave. Now there was so little water in the stream that fish started jumping into the old woman's boat. She grabbed hold of the fish and she threw them at the Ani's. Fill your bellies with fish, she shouted, and she kept right on paddling with the long red spoon. The hungry little Ani's opened their mouths to catch the fish. The stream water gushed out of their mouths and filled up the stream, and the old woman's boat sailed quickly away. Goodbye, Ani, she shouted. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Soon she could not see the Ani's at all. She sailed along through the rushing stream in the big rice pot. And after a while, the stream flowed through a hole in the cave out into the light of day. The old woman climbed out of the pot, took the long red spoon, and ran through the woods to the road and up the path. She ran into her house and slammed the door. Then she started to sing and went straight to work. She filled up her rice pot with water, dropped one grain of rice into the pot and stirred it with a long red spoon. Sure enough, the single grain of rice turned into ten. She stirred again, and sure enough, the ten grains turned into twenty. Soon the pot was full. With the help of the long red spoon, the old woman made enough dumplings each day to feed the whole town. So she opened a restaurant on the porch of her house, and people came from far away to eat her dumplings. The old woman made a lot of money by selling her scrumptious sweet dumplings, and soon she was one of the richest women in all of Japan. Even so, every night after she had closed the restaurant, she walked down to the tree where she had first seen the Ani and left a big plate of dumplings for all the hungry little Anis. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.